0: You can see these large footprints embedded into the carpet creeping
1: along the wall ninja style.
0: She raised her arms up over her head and started to come towards me and she had her mouth open like she was screaming i hear my sister on the top phone say ashley you could see pieces of her hair being twirled in thin air but now all of a sudden the green orb comes towards our truck
1: then it shoots out over the mountains into outer space it is gone
0: so that is my ghost
2: story Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. And I'm Rebecca Black. So coming up, we have an update about Jamie's story from her hollering Kentucky. Uh, <laughs> we have some haunted summer vacation ideas for those of you like us who can't go anywhere without hitting up the local ghost tour. <laughs> uh-huh, and we're uh-huh. also going to talk to Brennan from the
0: Ghost Story Guys podcast about a Yay! squatter ghost. woo By the way, follow along with all of Haunted AF at hauntedaf.com. We're on social media, Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and we have been posting full episodes of the podcast on YouTube.
2: If that's easier for you to check out, please do. Yeah. And the weird thing is people are actually listening to those YouTube episodes. Good. <laughs> I know. I mean, we put them up there on a whim. I was like, I don't know, maybe P and people are actually listening. So Dang. thanks for that. We also have to send out big love to our new patron, Deneen. Now we know Danine because she sent us uh-huh. all of those ghost videos last week. We've been posting lots of fun stuff on our Patreon page, like all of our favorite Love Pass podcasts that you need to listen to, and also Troy Taylor's full interview. Just go to patreon.com backslash hauntedaf to find it, and you will be really helping the podcast because every cent we make there goes straight back mm. into it. All right, you ready to get started?
1: Yes, ma'am. Let's do it. Hello, ladies. My name is Melissa, and I am from Bakersfield, California, and I have a few ghost stories from my time as a barista at a local drive-thru coffee shop. So The buildings had been there since the late 1930s. It used to be a full-service gas station, so it'd been there for years. One day before I was even hired, I was driving by late at night, and I noticed a gentleman and a girl in the coffee shop working, because there were about four big windows on the building, so you could clearly see in and out, um, especially at night with the bright lights inside. So I could see two bodies clearly. A man, he was not wearing an apron, and he had a black shirt and jeans. So then fast forward to me getting hired. It'd been about two weeks, I hadn't met him yet. So then I asked my new coworker, hey, where's the guy that works here? She looked at me questioning like, what? And she asked, you mean our boss? And I said, no, not him. And I described what the guy looked like to her. And she said, no one looks like that that works here. I said, yeah, they were working with you one night. And she was like arguing with me. And she told me, no, there's nobody here that looks like that. We didn't even have men that were baristas at that time. Then after six months of working there, I met the guy that I saw and he was a spirit or an apparition and he just floated through one side of the building and out the other and he was wearing jeans and a black shirt just as he was when I saw him that night so I didn't see him after that but we did have weird things that would happen like the registers would be off at night and we'd walk in in the morning and the receipt tape would be all billowing over the side and they were old registers so you had to press the button in order for that to happen.
2: So they sent some pictures of this haunted coffee shop and it's so... So cool, mm-hmm. you can tell they built it in an old gas station and it has these huge circular windows, so you can understand, like driving through that parking lot since it's a drive-through, how you'd be able to see right into it to see the people right. that are in
0: there. I want to know if he was cute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he sounds very hipster and like, like coffee, wears black.
2: I think I saw something on Instagram. It was a meme that was like, forget these ghosts that are in Victorian clothes. Like, normalize the idea of a ghost in like juicy couture sweatpants <laughs> or something. Oh my God. So, I mean, I could see this guy. He's like all gothed up in his black jeans and black shirt, silver dragon ring or something. Or <laughs> skull rings the skull and lots ring. of bracelets. my yes. like, God, that sounds
0: amazing. Maybe he has a guitar too. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, So our first email today comes from Samantha, and she says, Hi, I just wanted to say I started listening to your podcast, and I love it. Well, thank you. you. Love to hear that. Um, Wouldn't it be funny if one of these emails was like, I hate your podcast, but here's my story. (laughs) You know what?
2: And that's fine. <laughs> if you hate us, you can still yeah! send your ghost story on at gmail.com. We'll take it.
0: She says, my family and I have always believed that there are spirits in our house. We have all experienced things we cannot explain. I've seen shadows staring at me while I'm in bed. Ooh. We've heard knocks on the door, footsteps, and I've even heard keys being moved around on the table. Also, about seven years ago, my sister took a selfie holding my younger sister's slide phone. Afterward, we noticed something strange. On the tiny screen, there was a reflection of a lady's face from her nose up to her forehead. My sister showed the image to my mom who thinks it was her cousin who died in a car crash. Our aunt said the exact same thing. The same cousin was my mom's best friend and even lived in our house until she got married. Thank you, Samantha. She also attached the image and like, yeah, you can totally see a little teeny tiny face up in the corner. Yeah.
2: Okay. So we're posting this at hauntedaf.com. Go look for our episode eight, season five. Or if you're watching on YouTube, we're going to post the picture right now. You can see like an eye, an eyebrow. Yeah. It's very clear that there's something there. I asked Samantha, can you find a picture of your mom's cousin? Because we'd love to see a photo photo of her as a comparison so it could be pareidolia maybe Possibly. there's just a reflection on there that we're turning into a face but it seems like you can see the hairline the eyebrow and even like kind of the side of her nose
0: totally do you follow eggy uh, what is her name Ego notum on uh, from snl no but i love her so go follow her on instagram because she actually posted a picture of herself in a park in new york and there is a just shadow face above her. What? Go check it out. She has no idea what it is. She thinks it's a ghost. Everybody else thinks it's a ghost and it's like freaking her out but it is a straight up face behind her. You can see eyes, nose.
2: Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll go look for that. We'll see if we can post it hauntedaf.com. If anything, we'll post some links because, damn, that sounds pretty cool. Right? Uh, we also got an update about Jamie's holler from last week. She sent some pictures of it, and I wrote back saying, like, that's really beautiful. It's in the mountains in these beautiful woods, and it's this little neighborhood that kind of stretches through the valley, and you can see this mm-hmm. creek in the background. I'm like, that's so mm-hmm. beautiful. And Jamie writes back, quote, it may be beautiful, but it's creepy as f- It's so peaceful. (laughs) But she says, things come out at night. Sounds cliche, I know. But when I was talking about my experiences with my mom, she said that she would be up at her cousin's house, which is on a hill looking down at our property, and she would see balls of light in our yard. You'd always have that creepy feeling out there that you were being watched. You'd see shadows that weren't natural, but you just lie to yourself and blame them on the animals or on the foliage. I love my West Virginia hills, but there is something definitely more out there than we realized from Jamie. So yeah, we'll share her pictures as well. Here's another update. Got an Instagram message from Bex who says, I too lost my child under his bed. All right. So this goes back to that video we showed you guys of the little girl being pulled underneath her bed and that she's screaming for her mom. Bex says, Ben was about two and had not long been in his big boy bed. I was downstairs watching TV when I heard an almighty bang, but at the same time realized it's probably just Ben falling out of his bed. I ran upstairs to his room, but he wasn't there. So then I checked my room, looked all around, found nothing. So I go back to his room and I find him fast asleep right the way under his bed. This freaked me out, but I figured he must have just rolled when he fell. I had to drag him out by his feet and all the time he was still asleep from backs. That's exactly what happened with me and my daughter. Literally, she had fallen off the bed and then pulled herself so far underneath it that it was just her foot. I guess this is proof that it happens or right. it's proof that there's literally monsters under the bed pulling our kids underneath.
0: <laughs> I like I hate to say it, but I feel like the monster thing is legit because I'm like, I don't see how anyone or anything can like fall off of a bed and stay asleep. Yeah, I don't know. That's uh... all right. So... I know. <laughs> You're like, just push it down. Don't think about it. Don't it really it. happened to yeah. us. Don't go there.
2: <laughs> don't go there. All right. This story comes from Denise.
0: Hi
3: Julie and Rebecca, love you guys. So I decided to send in two stories for you based on my mom. So first thing was after my mom passed away, my sister and I were in our house kind of just um, taking care of things because my dad had already been gone for about 10 years. So, you know, we were on edge and, you know, we're sad and we're going through her things. And all of a sudden this crazy loud noise like scared the hell out of us. And we go into the garage where it came from and it was her automatic kitty litter box that would like (laughs) automatically shift the litter but then we go back into the house and we are continuing to clean out her things all of a sudden the light bulb above us pops not like oh you know oh it went out like pops like we both jumped it was terrifying so we were like you know we had read so much about how spirits communicate through like electricity and we're like this is definitely our mom because we were going through her things So my oldest was four years old when my mom passed away. And he was her prince. Like she loved him more than anything. So one night um, he wasn't feeling well. It was right after she had passed away. And so my husband was sleeping downstairs on the couch with him since he was sick. And my husband does not believe at all. So he's downstairs and my son is up in the middle of the night looking up at the ceiling in the corner of the room. Mm -hmm. And my husband's like, well, what are you looking at? And my four-year-old son says, never you mind. Okay. First of all, no four-year-old talks like that. Second of all, that is 100% what my mom would say. And so even my husband, who's such a skeptic, was like, yeah, your mom was definitely there. And that was her coming through him, answering my husband, never you mind. So I just wanted to share. Love you guys. Um, And it's good to know that I think my mom is still with me.
2: Bye. Never you mind.
0: (laughs) I know. Can you imagine that coming out of a four-year-old's mouth? Ah! Yeah.
2: When they're just standing there, like, staring into the corner. Right. Oh, wait. We have one other update. Evidently, Rachel, her husband, just bought a new Tesla. You know where this is going. And Uh uh, and she's like, we're both skeptics. We're like, whatever. Let's just try this for kicks. So Rachel sent a video. And it's so funny. It's during the day. It's during the freaking day. So here's a little taste of that. (laughs)
1: Back
2: the up. What? I love that. It actually did something. Um so you can't totally tell what's going on there but like uh, they pull into the cemetery and she says like almost immediately they see something they see yes! something and that's why they're both I like wait, wait back the fuck up and sure enough they back up and there it is again
0: okay so i also is. love that they're ghost hunting the 50 cents <laughs> <laughs> like I'm all of the music confused. shoes, you're like, we got to put on some fitty and go ghost hunting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're doing it in the
2: middle of the daytime. They were definitely not trying to get scared. Oh God. That's awesome. Okay. So it's time to talk
0: about haunted vacations. That's right. And it is spring break in Texas this week. So a lot of folks are traveling. This is also around the time everyone starts planning their haunted vacations. Mm-hmm. So we want to help out. Of course. We've always been big fans of hauntedrooms.com. So that's a great place where you can go find ghost tours, haunted hotels all over the country. Yeah. Uh, even have gift cards so if you want to you know send a gift to a friend one of your friends and it's a fun place just to go and look just to see well, all yeah. of the hotels all of
2: the tours they have to offer
0: and they're actually planning one ghost hunt and camp out at victoria's black swan inn in san antonio with the name alone of that place sounds pretty cool right oh, yeah. you'll do a regular ghost slash historical tour of this old mansion which is home to at least three ghosts But the property is haunted as well since it was the site of the Battle of, am I saying this right, Salado? Let's say Salado. I have no idea. It was on the site of the Battle of Salado in 1842 when the Texan army battled the Mexican militia. They've got food trucks out there for dinner. You can creep around the property all night. It's $149 per person.
2: And also our friend Brooke Bovis found some cheap flights to Chicago and she took a real short trip there with her husband just last week. So they took this gangsters and ghosts tour. Yeah, we'll put the link at home hauntedaf.com and they had a blast. So Brooke says her favorite part was at the Congress Hotel. and She says, quote, if you go to the Congress Hotel, request to stay in room 441. The story is that a mother of two fell on hard times during the Depression and desperate for work and shelter, she had one last night at the hotel. Knowing there was no other way to support her family, she threw them out the window yeah! and then herself where they all died. And the is oh, <laughs> <the rivers laughs> that the children haunt the third and fourth floor hallways and that you might wait Wake up to her corpse hovering over your bed. That sounds amazing. (laughs) So yes, we'll put a link to that at hauntedaf.com. And if you're not actually ready to travel yet, you can take a virtual tour of York, which is supposedly the most haunted town in England. In fact, we had a ghost story from there. Do you remember when Joe stayed there? Yes, from her bachelorette party, they went to the Golden Fleece and a couple of the people had experiences there. Anyhow, we're going to post a link for this haunted tour of York at hauntedaf.com. It's going to be March 28th, totally free. They are asking you to to PayPal, anything you can spare. So according to their Facebook post, you will quote, join Dorian Deathly for a little daytime trundle through the
1: streets of York.
2: (laughs) We'll be having a grand old chat about the city, visiting such beloved spots as the shambles, the minster stone gate and following parts of the city walls. I'm sorry. That was a really horrible impression, but I
0: think that sounds really Uh, fun. It sounds like a blast. Like I kind of want to do that now because I'm off this week.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, that one's not until March 28th.
0: Oh, um, well, I can hold out. That's fine. Hell, go take a haunted tour somewhere. By the way, if you are taking a haunted tour of some kind, please, you've got to tell us about it. Send us your pictures. HauntedAFpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's hauntedAFpodcast at gmail.com. And maybe we can do a haunted vacay segment like our uh, Dead Pet of the Week. Speaking of which.
4: You may yay! let out a
2: tiny shriek because it's time for the Dead Pet of the Week. Woo! That's
0: Doreen's. That's a good one. A little jazzy version. I like it. I know we haven't done that one in a long time. Hi. Julie and Rebecca. Last Monday, March 8th, our 15-year-old sweet dog Maddie passed away. Oh. Oh, That was recent. I I know. Oh, I feel kind of bad making it dead cut of the week because it's so soon. Well, she sent it in.
2: (laughs) She sent it in. This is from Mary, by the way.
0: Good point. She says, that same night, I was lying on the sofa with our two little fur babies. All of a sudden, I heard dogs running around in the kitchen. You could even hear the dog's nails on the tile floor, that little... that yeah both fur babies jumped up and ran into the kitchen and then froze i truly believe it was maddie and our lola who passed away back in august oh Oh, thank you mary that was such a sweet choice it's like they're reunited now and playing in the house okay and brennan you're there I am.
2: Okay, so we've got... Yeah, I can't miss that voice. I know, really. Like, yes, I am. <laughs> so we got Brennan from the Ghost Story Guys on the phone with us. How are
4: you? I'm good. I'm happy to finally be talking to you after I so cruelly ghosted you last year. I, I felt so bad about that one. Yeah,
2: what the I, f*** was that good. all about? <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, right? Just to kind of clue everybody in, it was, uh, I mean, it was probably about a year ago. And first of all, I am a huge fan of the Ghost Story Guys podcast but also your Instagram feed. You've got one of the funniest Instagram feeds out there, <laughs> oh. which is really funny for a paranormal podcast. And I steal your shit all the time. So sorry about that. But um, so I had reached out and I had listened to this one episode where Brendan told this awesome story about this cough that he heard. I'm going to make you tell that uh-huh. in a second. So I reached out and I was like, hey, oh, can sure. we get you on the podcast? Can you come on? And then I think you got sick. Did you get COVID?
4: We're not sure. My wife and I got a really bad respiratory virus in June. January. Last January. Last January. Yeah. And it it knocked both of us for loop. It's very possible we had an early wave of COVID.
2: Your podcast is a little similar to ours in that you share ghost stories. I was just wondering, was there something that happened to you that turned you on to the paranormal?
4: There was. I've always been interested in the paranormal. Ever since I was a kid, you know, I used to sit in the library at school and I would read some of the ghost story books to my friends. But back in 2012, I started writing uh, my book, A Strange Little Place. And it's the paranormal history of my small hometown of Revelstoke BC it was after my very first research trip that i had probably my my most dramatic experience uh, i went back from my first research trip interviewed some people and i was back at work telling the receptionist at the consulting company where i was working at the time some of the stories i heard it was a, it was a lovely spring day it was april and we were the only two people in the office at the time so as i'm telling her the story i see in the corner of my eye a coat rack which is in one of the offices And from behind that coat rack, I see this all black head lean out, almost like it's waiting just long enough for me to see it. And then it went back.
0: Chills. Was it like in the middle of the day?
4: Middle of the day. Holy cow. I think that's what made all this very stark and hard to ignore. And then maybe a couple of weeks later, I woke up one morning and my wife goes to work before I do. You know, she she has a grown up job. Right. So I woke up and I kind of rolled over and I looked at the clock on her side of the bed. Again, bright morning, she'd opened the blinds before she left. So everything was nice and bright. And then I rolled back to laying flat. And then I realized there's something just to my left. And it's almost like there's someone standing there. That can't be because there's a bedside table right there. I turned to look and there is a shadow in the shape of a man standing to my left and before i could react to it at all it fell across me in the bed and as it connected with me i felt this electric charge all throughout my body yes i second that
0: at that point were you just like screaming and like flailing about because i don't think i could have handled that
4: there was almost no time because i passed out again as unlikely as that sounds whoa yeah and i woke up about 30 minutes later it couldn't have been a dream because I was awake.
2: We hear this all the time, Brennan, where people or something will be happening to them and they fall back to sleep and they can never explain why. They're like, I was scared shitless, but somehow I closed my eyes and I went back to sleep.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. Certainly uh, on Ghost Story Guys, we've come across that quite a bit as well. So what do you <laughs> but, what do you uh, think
2: this thing is? Yeah.
4: Honestly, I don't know. One of the things I sort of stress on Ghost Story Guys is that I don't think there are any real firm answers. You know, Even now, after doing the show for four years, it's strange to hear myself say this, but I think there is a subtle world to which we are only ever granted partial access. Agreed. I I always like to refer back to the occultist Dion Fortune and her description of the paranormal as an ocean. It is neither in and of itself good or bad. It is just vast and powerful. So what I think happened, um, I think by beginning to ask these questions, I think I opened myself up and I think I was unprepared. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think I a little bit jumped out of that boat and was not really capable of swimming.
2: One of the things I wanted to ask you about was a story that you had on the show a while back. You were talking about a cough that you heard outside your window. And I know we always talk about paranormal stories, but this one really got to me. Do you know what I'm talking about?
4: I do, yeah. And the uh, decidedly unparanormal explanation. Yes. So my wife was, I think my wife, Was out of town, and I was in the house and all alone. And I got a little bit stoned and uh, was watching a movie when, uh, yeah, I heard a man coughing, and it sounded like it was coming from our bedroom. So I'm again pretty high, sitting in my underpants, (laughs) slowly edging down the hallway, going, "Come on, man, who's there?"
2: This is an excellent visual, I know.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And there was there was no one. There was no one in the whole apartment. I searched the whole apartment. However, several months later, I noticed a company coming to start trimming the bushes outside of our place because we live on the ground floor. I was talking to the landlord, and I said, oh, you know, what's uh, what's going on? And she says to me, well, we're trimming back a lot of the trees and bushes. She said, uh, there's been a homeless guy living outside your window for oh. uh, a few months now. <laughs> and so, yeah, he was living, I don't know, 10 feet away uh. in the bushes from where my uh. wife and I sleep every <laughs> <fucking> night. And... <laughs> I, wow. s- I swear anytime we
2: get these stories from people that are like, well, I, I hear these voices in my closet. I think about you yep. cough from yes. the bedroom and think, well, maybe, yes. maybe this isn't a ghost. So Brennan from yep. the ghost story guys, thank you so much. Give all your information. What's your website? Where can people find you? And where can we find that book you wrote?
4: The ghost story guys We're on everywhere. Find podcast live. And Paul and I share storytelling duties with Kevin Eustis from, we need to talk about ghosts. You can also find us on Instagram at the ghost story, Guys. And uh, of course, we're also at ghoststoryguys.com. And if you want to pick up my book, A Strange Little Place, The Hauntings and Unexplained Events of One Small Town, you can find that on Amazon.
2: Brennan, thank you so much. By the way, I was listening to one of your uh, listener stories episodes recently. I was sitting on the floor of my closet, folding underwear, like getting properly freaked out. (laughs) And my cat came in and jumped on my back, like full-blown claws and everything, in the middle, in one of those like, oh, shit moments in your stories. Of course. I all Almost peed <laughs> all over my closet, but Brennan, <laughs> ghost story guys, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today.
4: Oh, thanks for having me. This has been a lot of fun. So, you
2: guys might know we've been doing some promo swaps with other podcasts, and this one is from the Move Away Podcast.
4: Most
1: folks already miss seeing people smile. Hey, hey, sorry, I'm really trying hard to social distance. You will uh, ask for that. that.
2: Wandering the silent streets of Buffalo, New York, in the first days of quarantine. Adam Combs discovers something he will
0: never forget. When our quarantine began, theirs came to an end.
2: Everyone is still I did it. Now,
0: he's trying to heal the wounds of the Wandering Damned. I didn't come down here to hurt you, I, I want to help you. But gathering his own wounds in the process those feelings
1: of powerlessness are important to
2: acknowledge if you need like help or something let me know man i can take you to an urgent care if you need a ride all
0: of us are in danger move away stay six feet away from your demons available free wherever you get your podcasts follow us at move
4: away podcast on all social media
2: if you think of any podcasts that we should hit up for our promo swap, please let us know. Haunted AF Podcast at gmail.com.
0: And don't forget, send us your stories. We like them written, recorded, audio, video. We love it all. Haunted AF Podcast at gmail.com.
2: So coming up next week, we're going to get more haunted vacation ideas when we talk to the U.S. Ghost Adventures site. That's another wonderful website that's got tons of like haunted ghost tours, haunted hotels. We're also going to share a story from Mary. So just imagine waking up to something terrifying in your room, but when you try to scream out, a voice that's not your own comes out of your mouth.
0: No! That's all
2: coming up on the next Haunted AF.
0: And don't forget to subscribe to Haunted AF on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website, HauntedAF.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew
2: Mamalica and Travis Vance for the Haunted AF theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF of Patreon supporters.
0: Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca.